Welcome to Locally Sourced Joey, where we're interviewing good people doing great things. Today, joined by Bonnie Tyler, the inventor of the Neg Egg Peeler. And as someone that hosted karaoke, I heard people sing Bonnie Tyler's song, Total Eclipse of the Heart, just way too many times. And I mean, rarely is a karaoke performance as good as the actual song, but none of these were even close. I'm sorry, everyone that's tried it. It's just, it's not good. A lot of people channel the old school version and cuss during it. It's not funny. Wasn't really that funny in the movie. Definitely not funny when you do it. I'm so sorry. Uh, but don't don't let my bitterness towards uh, bad karaoke performances weigh you down because this Bonnie has just a fantastic story from how she founded Neg, saw a problem, solved it, and is truly living the American dream. So we're going to chat about that whole starting a business, challenges, opportunities that she's seen, and some of the best reactions to the neg. Because once you see this in action, it's it's really cool. And every time I'm hard boiling eggs, trying to peel them, it's a joke. It's it's just eggshell caught in my fingernails. Not a fan. Bonnie's made it much easier with the neg. But I'll let her tell her story. So let's hop on in. I'd love just the the background. How did you get this idea where you just hard boiling eggs and struggling to, to peel them all the time. Like what, was there a moment where you were like, I need a better way to do this? Otherwise I was asked to come to a cocktail party and can I bring my deviled eggs? And I couldn't, that particular time, I couldn't get them to peel. It was just impossible. So I honestly jumped online and I was going to buy an egg peeler because I figured somebody must have figured this out by now. Right. <laughs> and there was nothing. This was back the end of 2015. So I, you know, it evolved from there. It really, uh, at that point, I was in web development. I had nothing to do with food or retail sales or wholesales or anything else. But we'd always wanted to take a product of our own and showcase it so that the people we were working for, you know, we could say, this really works if you listen to us. And uh, so we started out on that journey with my business partner putting the CAD program together for what we thought might work. I studied the commercial peelers to see what the functionality was there, and that's how it all started. We ended up at the local library and did a couple of um, samples, and we they had a 3D printer, which is the most incredible thing I have ever seen in my life. I had <laughs> never seen one before, so but it's all been an adventure like that all the way through. It's just been incredible. And what was the uh, the sort of creation process like? Did you go through a lot of different iterations? Was one just a hammer, um, just to crack the shell, or, or was it pretty much on I the first go around? Yeah, was in there somewhere. I'm <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, we uh, we started out with uh, sort of a plain jar, and that didn't work very well. We did about seven iterations, and we were getting pretty tired of it and thinking, well, really, I don't think there's anything that's going to work when we suddenly threw everything on its head and changed the, I mean, the, there's a lot going on in that little jar, including a sort of an hourglass shape to it seemed to help, and there are bumps on the inside, and we put everything in this last go-round, and we were just stunned because we went back to my house, peeled, you know, probably a dozen eggs because we couldn't believe how easy it was. It was phenomenal. And even at that point, I just wanted two, one for my business partner and one for me. We really weren't going to go into business with this thing. And uh, one thing led to another with my kids, you know, the way kids are when you hear, oh, mom, 
uh, you got to do something with this. So <laughs> that's really where we started. And neither of us really had the uh, knowledge or the, I didn't know about injection molding. I'd never heard of it. Uh, it was really a learning curve that was huge. Yeah, and I'd, I'd love to talk some more about that learning curve because I, I think this is, a, you know, not to use the old cliche, but the American dream of starting a business, right? And not everyone, you know, really has is. that knowledge it, right away. I, so, yeah. I honestly have to say at my age, I'm 71. I'm very proud of that. And um, at my age, to start a business and be able to pull this off, it is the American dream. And the only thing that stopped us from continuing to be the American dream is these counterfeits. I mean, that's been a big deal for us at the moment. And we have to fight that every day. It's amazing. When you have a popular product, they jump on it, (laughs) and it's a nightmare. But that's a whole other angle of this where we've ended up, you know, having to hire lawyers, which I never, ever in my life would do that, but it was the only way to survive. Absolutely. So it's been uh, a journey in so many different ways that just around every corner there seems to be another surprise. Some of them good, some <laughs> of them bad. Well, yeah, I'd love, I'd love to dive into some of those surprises along the way because I think I, a lot of folks have you know some sort of idea of like, okay, this is how this is going to work. And then once you get into it, it's just completely different, catches you off guard. So what are some of the surprises that you've kind of seen along the way? You can give one good and one bad one. Um, the, the surprises have mostly been good, or we wouldn't still be in business, obviously. <laughs> and it seemed to me that, especially in the beginning when we were working with the 3D printers at the library, there were so many people that held a hand out and said, don't do this, do this, you know, do it the other way. You're, you're going to step into a problem if you do it, uh, take these certain routes. And... People have been so generous with their time and their knowledge. It's really just stunned me. And the inventor community especially is really tight, and we support each other all the way in whatever way we can. Because the Internet has certainly given us a new avenue that uh, nobody seems to know at this point. It's very um, unsteady grounds, I would say. Yeah, for sure. Are, are there any uh, resources that you found along the way, even just general on, on kind of getting a business off the ground that you found particularly helpful? Uh, yeah, we. It was a, it's been an amazing journey because knowing nothing about injection molding, that was the first thing we had to learn about. And then you've got to find somebody that does this. And a lot of our manufacturing is no longer in this country. We have kept everything we do with the NEG is done in the U.S., including our packaging. And uh, we went all over the states looking for injection molders, and it was so funny, we finally ended up with one, and he's right in our backyard. So we could go and watch the molds being built. Uh, What an extraordinary uh, journey that was. I mean, to see those big, huge pieces of steel, and and, uh, here they go. They call us up and say, you know, we're ready to do the first negs are going to be done this afternoon. We race up there, and... These huge pieces of steel come together and open up, and there's an egg. And <laughs> I can actually, what was in my head, I can now pick up and hold in my hand, which is, I can't tell you the thrill is really something else. Oh, that's so cool. Did you get to operate any of the uh, the machinery, or is that just uh, <laughs> a, a risky proposition? Uh, we, I wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> those things are so huge. Um, I didn't get to operate it, but I 
sure was there for the first caps and, and bodies of the neck coming flying out of the thing. It was really uh, amazing. That's so cool. Did you, did you uh, keep that first one, or do you know where its whereabouts are? Oh, oh of course. Okay. <laughs> we have uh, we have all the different stages. We've we've kept them, and it's funny to look back now and think, oh, we really thought that one would work. You know, now that you have the, the hindsight. But um, yeah, it's it's really been amazing, and I think still to this day the delight that I get by watching somebody who's never seen this thing work before. The look on people's faces is just absolutely a joy for me. <laughs> I still, we did it, we drove all the way down to Baltimore from Connecticut and went to a, a hardware store that was selling the eggs and they'd asked us to come in and demonstrate. And I get the biggest kick out of just watching people's faces when you pour that egg out and the shell is separate. It's it's really phenomenal. Uh, yeah, I bet that's, that's super fun to watch. Is there any... Uh, any kind of comment, like a what, not just a general like wow, but you know, sometimes people will just say something spectacular when they're really floored by something. Is there any sort of comment like that that stands out? Yeah, there was a, uh, a little girl that was there uh, Thursday night, and she, when we started to shake it up, she could see the shell was separating, and she went, "Wow." And then she, we poured it out, and she went, wow. And I said, one more wow, and I'm going to give you one. And uh, she came back later, and she said, I think you're a good inventor. <laughs> and it's that type of thing that really just delights my heart. What a, what a nice little girl. Oh, that's so sweet. And so you, you mentioned that you still have uh, samples of, of all the previous iterations um, of the neg. Is there yeah. is there one that stands out as... Uh, particularly outrageous among the others or are they all sort of sort of similar uh to what the the final product turned out to be it sort of built on itself so it started out as sort of straight sides and then we went to the hourglass uh, shape and then we had bumps all over the place on the inside and realized that we could do it and work better with just a row of the bumps uh, which we then made egg shaped you know it was all an evolution of just trying and trying. But with the 3D printer at the library, especially, it cost us $5 to do a prototype. So we could really play with it in every direction to see what worked best. Awesome. Very cool. And you, uh, this is coming up on five years since you launched, if my math is correct. We had our first product in December of uh, 16. Okay. And, uh, that was pretty quick. I didn't. It didn't feel very fast to me because I kept saying hurry <laughs> up. And we did a Kickstarter program. And Kickstarter is great for trying to get a feel for what kind of audience you have in the communities. And the first program we ran, we fell flat on our faces. It did not work. And as Sheila and I have done so often, Sheila being my business partner, we have seem to dust ourselves off and go back to the drawing board and try again. So with the Kickstarter, we looked at what we'd done and talked to a bunch of people and re-ran it, and it was very successful the second time around. But what we didn't think about was we had promised everybody we'd have these to them for Christmas. <laughs> and all of a sudden, we're looking at 3,000 orders, and we didn't have... We hadn't thought about boxes. We hadn't thought about, okay, so you need to put directions in the boxes. And all the other pieces that went with it were just 
we were in a big jam and ended up with almost all our friends, I think, in the fulfillment room in the office stuffing these things, and we got them all out, by golly, and, and everybody was wow. very happy, but it was a mad dash when we <laughs> suddenly realized what we'd done. This is a real-life Santa is basically what you're saying, just the last dash before the Sorry? holidays. It, it was like a real-life Santa Claus, just the, the mad dash yeah, before the holidays. Yeah, it was. It really was. It was really, uh, it was really fun. And what you find with uh, the dag we found is that somebody will come in and they'll buy one, and they go home and use it, and they don't believe it. They can't believe it can work like that. So they go home and they use it, and then they come back and they buy six because they <laughs> want to give them to all their friends. Oh, that's so it's terrific been a, word a of mouth. Great yeah. holiday gift uh, for a hostess present or whatever. People seem to love it for that. Absolutely, yeah. I'd be thrilled as a stocking stuffer to just pull this out, and I'd be like, "All right, yep. let's get some eggs right now." Yep, it's really it's been very successful over the Christmas, and then of course we have uh, Easter, which is the big egg holiday. So that's the other time that it really is does very well. Absolutely, and so now that you've you've launched a few years ago what is one piece of advice that you wish you had known when you were just getting started well i wish i'd been about 25 years old (laughs) (laughs) that's the only wish i'd have somebody asked me the other day if i'd do it all over again and i sure would it's just been it's been really fun i mean it's a lot of hard work but it really is just incredible fun and I guess if I had gone back to an education, I should have looked at engineering a little more than I did because that would have been a huge help. <laughs> but um, we were able to to manage it. I mean, that's what's been so great and how you realize we're all out there helping each other. It really happens so often. That's so great. I love when a community can come together like that. It's like we're not we're not all against each other. We're We're here to help each other. Yeah, exactly. And it really, especially in the inventor community, it is really amazing to see what people will do for you. It's really absolutely incredible. Absolutely. And and sort of along those same lines, I, I think it's really cool that you're both females, obviously, a female-founded company. Can you just talk a little bit about the significance of that and how it's helped you along your journey? Oh, I, you know, it's funny because I, I hear a lot of women say that it's a problem for them. You get to a certain age and people hold doors open for you and you appreciate it. And I've reached that age and people are very respectful of me. And I honestly think as much as it may have held us back a little bit where people tried to take advantage thinking that we were two women that didn't know what we were doing, uh, there were also people that were there holding doors open for us. So it really balanced out. I can't can't say that being a woman uh, costs us anything, really. Oh, that's so great to hear and of course, because the neg is all about eggs, I assume you have some terrific egg recipes. So for the top three of the episode, I'd love to hear your favorite recipes that feature an egg in them and, and how we can make them at home. Um, I, uh, boiling eggs has become a, a sort of an obsession of mine, <laughs> you can well imagine. <laughs> And we've come together with one recipe that seems to work really well, and we do hand it out. It's in the in the neg. If you buy one, you get it. The recipe is in there. But basically, all you're doing is controlling time and temperature. 
So you start your egg in boiling water, which we know is 212 degrees, and you take it out after about 11 minutes, and you put it in an ice bath. When you get a hard-boiled egg and you have trouble getting your teeth through it, it's almost bouncy. Um, I don't, I, that's not my favorite egg. I like the ones that are more custardy. So that was my, that's our first find. And then we found that sometimes when you boil an egg and you go to stuff it for deviled eggs, you get that little thin piece of white that goes around and it'll break when you're trying to stuff the egg. And I found that, and I'm so proud of this, that all you have to do is turn the egg carton upside down while you're waiting for your water to boil. And what happens is the yolk will bubble up into the middle of the egg so that you have a nice cushion around that yolk every time. So those are my boiling techniques. And I'll give you my grandmother's, this is my favorite recipe of all times, is for hollandaise sauce. Does that work for you? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Uh, it's a real favorite, uh, and it's really easy to make. What you need is a double boiler, and you put three egg yolks, a quarter of a stick of uh, butter, cut into tablespoon-sized pieces into the double boiler, and a tablespoon of lemon juice. And you hold all that in the refrigerator until you're the last minute when you're ready to go. And when you're ready to have the hollandaise hot, which is the key, you put that on top of the boiling water and you stir it and it makes perfect hollandaise. It will thicken. And if you don't like how thick it is, then you put a little of the boiling water that's in the bottom of the double boiler into the hollandaise and you can thin it out that way. And the only way you can, that recipe will break, where the egg breaks, is if you overcook it. And the way you know that it's going to break is you will notice along the sides as you're stirring that the butter seems to start gathering on the edges. And then you got to get it off the heat immediately and put it on a, a cool surface and stir like crazy. But it's, um, it's a, almost a foolproof recipe that is really is has the wow power when you're eating asparagus or I love to make uh, eggs benedict. Oh goodness. Now now you've got my mouth watering. Good job. Good job. <laughs> we have the holidays coming up. Uh so I assume plenty of nags will be given as gifts, bought for people that are just like, hey, I need I need some more eggs in my life. Um do you have anything new coming up? Anything we should be on the lookout for? I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> uh, the minute we finish doing the nag, of course, people are on your doorstep going, well, what are you going to do next? Of course, of course. And after some thought, we decided, you know, we've got the spices now that when you make a deviled egg, it's a spice pack. We'll have it in about three weeks. And what you do is you take your egg yolks and your mayonnaise and you put the spice pack in. And then you'll have it all flavored. You don't have to bother with the mustard and all the rest of the spices. It's all in this packet. So we have curries, uh, curry flavor. We have uh, smoky ham flavor. We have the classic, of course. And uh, then we have Cajun. And we have been testing these at various trade shows, and they have been hugely uh, successful. So I can't wait to get these in my hands so that we can get them to the general public because I think it's going to be they're going to be a real hit. It saves a lot of, you know, buying all the different things that you have to put into these eggs. 
For sure. Yeah, that sounds very helpful. <laughs> Where can people find NEGs online? Um, you can find them on our website, negmaker.com. NEG, by the way, stands for naked egg. Nobody eats an egg with a shell on. So <laughs> we decided NEG was a, a, a good name. Uh, negmaker.com will, will get you to our website where you can buy them. We're also on Amazon. We're in a lot of local stores, uh, mom and pop, the smaller stores. We're in uh, some Ace Hardware and um, Two Values. Awesome. Well, Bonnie, you're officially off the hook. Thank you so much for hopping on. Oh, listen, thank you. It went very fast, actually. <laughs> Yeah, you're so succinct with your answers. It's like you've talked about this before. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you, Bonnie. Enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah, you too. Thanks for listening, everyone. Be sure to go check out the NEG website. See it in action. It's super cool. And if you have trouble peeling hard-boiled eggs like I did, go get yourself a NEG. It's pretty delightful. And, of course, we will leave you with a fantastically bad joke. Where's the best place to get information about eggs? The Hencyclopedia. Get after it today, people. <laughs>